Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for today. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How you doing tonight, Dalton? Uh, I'm here. That's the nicest way I can say it. I'm having a Shawn Michaels week. I think I'm going to lose my smile. But like, phys- Revenge of the- but physically, not <laughs> not because I'm sad. <laughs> Revenge of the Perryville Teeth. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a not great week for your boy in my teeth. <laughs> Actually, it's not been a great t- thirty years with your boy in his teeth. But like, age thirty has just no. Like I know I, I use this phrase a lot, but thirty has been kicking me in the teeth pretty hard, and this time literally. This time it broke one. Yeah, just a straight crack. Clean split. But yeah. Um, no. no, I'm good besides that, no. Like, this is usually my my really uh, busy part of the year, and it is super busy, as, like, we're mm-hmm. recording on a Wednesday night because of me. Thank you, by the way. You're the best. But, like, I'm super calm. Like, way more calm than usual, and that kind of scares me. <laughs> uh, because that just means some shit's going to pop off at work. Like, my whole job's going to be on fire tomorrow, I'm sure. You'll get the no, text. No, don't worry. Something will go terribly wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. You'll get the text. I'll be like, and it's on fire. And then you'll feel better. Yeah. Be like, ah, the How are calming you? Cha- the calming chaos. I'm also here. This is also our busy time of the uh, year at work, and I'm just done. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, it's good because we can, like, confide in each other, which we do do, like, outside of the show. But, like, it is weird that, like, our jobs kind of have the same, like, oh shit moments in the same lulls in the year. Uh, now, granted, there is a whole aspect where I'm not working. I was uh, gonna say I'm gonna no no I I'm gonna say, slap you in your I, broken tooth I because uh, don't do that please because it will break uh, like all the way off there is a time where I'm not working and that does not count but I'm saying like whenever like our jobs are like holy shit like they line up almost in the exact same time because it's like November to January for us and that's yeah, usually the just, both me and you like the fuck you times the difference is you then immediately get numbers of weeks off and I go into the next period yeah, yeah. of oh yeah holy shit busy so. I'm, I am well, not going to commiserate with you there. That's it. I'm bringing you food during you those fuck. days. I'm bringing you food those days. I'm going to show up with food. And I'm going to be uh, like, this is for my buddy Asa. You have to fight through the crowd to get to me. That's fine. I'll do um, it. I'll do it with a fucking McDonald's bag in my hand. I'll be like, listen here, fucks. And then that'll go well for me. I don't care. <laughs> this is the this is um the last show we're doing this year. Yay. For 2022. We're taking the last two weeks off. Uh, we did that last year. I think we did it for PW2, whatever we were um, over there. I don't fully remember. But it. I just know in my heart I am not going to want to record either this, uh, these next two weeks by yeah. the time that I get off work and then have to go in early. So uh, take a little holiday break and then we'll come back uh, the first week of January with our best of year in review, what have you, spectacular of all the things that we liked in wrestling. I just, I don't want a thing, because it's, okay, so Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. Yeah. It's gonna legitimately break my heart. Oh yeah, 100%. When it goes down. And I don't know if it's gonna happen by the end of the calendar year, like, is it gonna be the Royal Rumble match, you know, where, or when stuff is gonna... That's January. Yeah. So, like, if they do something by the end oh. of the year to build towards, if, you know, say it's Sammy versus Roman at the at Rumble. Rumble. yeah. I th- what, what I've seen speculated is it's extre- is that's going to be Extreme Rules. 
and then it'll be Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos at WrestleMania. I thought ex- that's fine. That's I'm gonna be split. Not right. Extreme Rules. Uh, yeah. Elimination Chamber. Okay. Elimination I was Chamber. Like, that's not usually how they do that. Man, it if, was a it if, was an e pay per view. No, you're good. <laughs> if they split before we come back, do we do a special uh, in memoriam to our our friend the Bloodline? Because I'll do it. I'll totally do it. Um, it's, but man, it's got, I'm gonna start a TikTok for the show, and it's just gonna be uh, in the arms of the angel. <laughs> and just like stills uh, of Sammy and his honorary Oost shirt and war games and all of that. So like it is because TikTok don't care about copyright. No, they don't. Um, and that's like minus all the predators on that app. It's a great app. Uh, but anyway, like I, it would be so weird if they were like, all right, cool. And now we're going to split them. And it's like, you're making so much money off of them right now. Like they have to be. They have to be with like all of the goofy Sammy Uso shirts they're making. Well, I don't think they made a Sammy Uso shirt, but like the feeling Usi shirt, which mm-hmm. and then the honorary U shirts and the multiple different colors. And like I say multiple, it's only two, but um, like it would be wild for them to to split that right now. I mean, it's not unprecedented. They did. De- they did make the Y2AJ shirts for a team that lasted all of three weeks. Yeah, but like, I don't think that Y two AJ was nearly what this is. I I still am holding out hope that they call an audible. Yeah, and see, and that... they give, and they, and they do. If they they can still do, you know, there's there's all sorts of rumors going around of like, you know, they're gonna have Roman wrestle twice, WrestleMate. Like they're gonna have him do both nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, and like, give one to Sammy. You can you can do that. Yeah, and he doesn't like, have to he, lose. I'm that not match. saying he has to win it. Yeah. I would love for him to win it. 100% yeah. I would love for him to win it. But I just it's it's so good. Oh, it's crazy. He's doing... Again, allegedly it this was supposed to have taken like it was already supposed to have happened. Like the, Sammy the Sammy and uh, out of the bloodline was like already supposed that was supposed to happen when like Kevin came back. Yeah. But it is so just popular. That they are and, continuing it past what its original expiration date and, was. And it's not because they care about what we want. We'll get into it. They're able to make money off of it. And that's going to be a big part of the night for us. But, um, like, I think that's what it is. It's just, like, Sammy is just pumping out so much gold for them. Literal and figurative. Like, they're giving them some of the best promos and, like, segments of 2022. Like, legitimately. And also just get, getting them so much money. Just hand over fist and he's been doing that all year mind you with like the johnny knoxville match like yeah as we were talking about like wrestler of the year like he's up there for me right now strictly just based on like his matches like because he's always been great but Mm -hmm. like the year that he's had with the people he's been having matches with and just like he's really been on his shit this year just storytelling wise and like because like i remember at the beginning of the year i was like hangman's gonna win it 100 percent no matter what and then everything happened. And then I was like, Moxie's going to win it no matter what. And then Sammy, which I was perfectly cool with resting my horse on Moxley. Because that was a very good choice. And then, but like the more I'm watching Sami Zayn this year, I'm like, fuck, did, was he the best wrestler this year? Because like, it's kind of looking like it. For me at least. Like just pure entertainment wise. Like, oh God, he it's, might he might be it. Well, and we've talked about it of just like, 
the bloodline overall may be my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Um, it's just Sammy. To, the only reason I wouldn't give Sammy like wrestler of the year if we were doing like an official one, because if, if you don't know when we do this in two weeks, we're not going to do we're not going to do like a top five, top ten, whatever. We're just going to bring to the table. These are all the things that we loved from wrestling for 22. Like yeah. we're not going to name an honorary winner or anything like that. But like. Uh, like the 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 Johnny Knoxville match at WrestleMania, amazing! Was, it was th- that was the most sports entertained I think I've been all year. But outside of that, I can't look at specific like in ring performances that he's that he's had that like put him to me on the same tier of like John Moxley or Hangman, excuse me, or you know Roman Reigns. Yeah. But it's, there's there's other people that I think he's but but he's shown without having to do that. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to put on these like memorable five-star matches like instant classics because his character work surrounding as, you know, this right-hand man who's kind of snuck his way into to this group that he didn't belong and then ultimately like finding acceptance only for it to be because on SmackDown, they did the thing where it's like, oh, you might want to, you know, get a haircut, trim the beard. You know, yeah. Roman's coming back. But it was like weirdly ominous because there is that just sort of Damocles hanging over him all the time. Yeah. Like, when's it going to happen? Because you know it's going to happen. The shoe's going to drop. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's very, very stressful for me, but in a really <laughs> great way. I love, I love the thought because I, like, I don't, I'm assuming you don't watch SmackDown live. No. Or like any like any wrestling live for that matter. But it, like the thought of you just watching Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown and the second you see Sammy, you just fucking start rocking like your mankind in 96 in the corner. Like, a little bit. Like, Should have seen me at the end of War Games. Oh, because you were ready for it. Like, oh, this, what's, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's pretty lovey but, right now. I don't like this. But hey, speaking of War Games, we're going to talk about no, not War Games. We're going to talk about NXT. There that was what was on this past weekend. And Final Battle. And we're also going to talk about the bullshit that happened today. Yeah. So, but before we get mad, uh, we start the episode with the power of positivity and fuck it. Uh, mine was originally going to be tag team wrestling, just in general. Yeah. Because it was a very, very great Saturday for tag team wrestling on two opposite ends of the type of match spectrum. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> fuck it. I'm giving it to the bloodline. Again, I'm sure this is like the sixth time if we, if we have a nerdiest part of the ring historian, let us know how many times I've given it to some variation of the bloodline, but it just, it makes me happy. Yeah. I, I enjoy, I enjoy what they do and it's 90% Sami Zayn, 10% Roman. I like Solo a whole lot. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we'll do we'll do ninety percent Sammy, eight percent Roman, two percent Solo. That's fair. Now I have to figure out if Solo Sokoa has ever had a DUI because that really would like be like, oh god, damn it. Um, yeah, I wish I, I I wish I like and don't get me wrong, like I I say that mostly as a joke because my personal feelings about the choices that the Usos have made in the past aside. Uh, they've been killing it. Like, I, it's oh, hard yeah. for me. Jay has been amazing. To, it's and, it's hard for me to point to a tag team in WWE that has had as good of a year that they've had in recent memory. Yeah, the you, New Day is probably up there with like the build to Kofi Mania. Yeah, 
and like that year maybe and then like that full calendar year where they had the the titles too yeah which i think that was like 2017 to 2018 but anyway yeah no but like it's just a bummer and again we're getting into like i we're we'll talk about it later um mine is going to scott dawson wait a minute it's going to dax harwood god damn i have not done that in quite a while jesus um i love him so much Mm -hmm. like the dude has done nothing but put on just bangers all year by himself and with uh cash Mm -hmm. and just his online presence is like my favorite thing uncle dax is like yeah i wish i had an uncle that cool because like (laughs) yeah he'd be awesome uh but like i love everything he's done this year is rocked and we're this is the last episode of 2022 so I'm just going to use my power of positivity as, like, what's been one of my favorite humans in wrestling all year, da- uh, Dax, 100%. Uh, between the whole fight like a girl shirt, uh, them using the fight like a girl shirt in an angle, uh, just to have his daughter come out and kick Sanjay Dutt's ass. Like, everything that man has done tonight, this year, has just been amazing for me. Uh, I've really enjoyed him as a whole. Uh, FTR, but, like... Dax rocks my socks. I love that dude. He's great. God, I hope he doesn't kill puppies in his basement. Uh, the the tweet he put out of him being on the plane, like, I'm in first class with all these businessmen, and he uh, is just covered in, like, cuts, cuts and, like, yeah. bumps of welts all over his head. Did uh, you see what Swerve responded to that? Uh-uh. You look like you tried to break into Kevin McAllister's house. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> And oh. it's just like, that is such a fucking, that's hilarious. Also, that's a great. And I don't know if they listen to us, but it makes me happy because they've started recording again. Apron Work Podcast. I've been listening to them since they've been, pod- they've done two shows back to back. And it's been kind of fun because the two shows, because they took like all summer off. So they missed mm-hmm. a, they missed a summer. Um, mm-hmm. But their first two episodes back, first one was the all out brawl. And that was a week ago. And then uh, it got uploaded today, but they talked about the whole Vince McMahon thing. And it's mm-hmm. been nice to hear, like, their takes on it being, like, s- multiple months removed. But I also, like, Asa, I, and I'm not friends enough with them to, like, hook up another episode, but we we need to do something with them soon. They're good peoples. I like them. I'll shoot, again, if you're listening to this, I may not have gotten a chance to do it yet, but I sh- I'll shoot Carlos a message about seeing if they want to do, like, a combined Yeah, they're cool dudes. Of. I like them. They oh were, yeah, no the the, the fantasy draft that we the fantasy draft that we did with them was a ton of fun. Yeah, because it was weird because it's very weird because I I know I'm kind of a weird person like a weird personality mm-hmm. and you just trust me with these people. Um, <laughs> and you're just like God. I hope he doesn't Dalton too much. And I was full Dalton during like I went full I was full Mia during that draft and it seemed to be it seemed to be hitting for him. So I like those guys a lot. I'm gonna pull back the curtain. Uh oh. And I'm gonna need you to not. If, if you are offended by this, I'm just going to need you to hold off for, like, the next 40 minutes, and then you can cry. Okay. Uh, I also kind of, you're like, I kind of, like, chum the water, because it's like, <laughs> oh, this dude's fucking weird, so it makes me look better. <laughs> I'm your ugly friend. Yeah, there you go. And then also for personality. That, yeah. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Took him a second. I love you so much. Fuck. You're Sometimes my- I do wish this was a video podcast because, like the the actual wheel, like seeing the wheels turn, 
it's for worth, that to land it's was, worth it was very that was good it. all right oh man uh, that was good but no i love those guys and they started recording again it was funny because like i tweeted out whenever they had like their first episode back i was like i'm a week behind on this but i'm super happy that you guys are recording again and then carlos retweeted me like two weeks later and he's like i hate that i'm two weeks behind you're behind and i was like oh i love these guys <laughs> so much They're we're so- gonna have okay so look forward to the ape and work uh nerdiest part of the ring uh, joint episode coming at you sometime in 2024. Uh, we'll get that. We'll be talking all about the best of 2022. Uh, the what a newsworthy year it's been. Whenever the bloodline breakup, because that's going to have to happen by the time we do that show. Ah, oh, that's going to be sad. I'm not looking forward oh. to it. Like it's going to get us a lot of great content. Oh no! Like I again, but like, I'm going ooh. to. It's going to be fantastic, but it's going to be like I don't want this to be happening. Yeah. Because I'm emotionally invested. <laughs> so, uh, before we get... I'm trying to think of what order to do this in. And should I have done this before we started recording? Probably. But here we are. Because you did not watch Deadline or Final Battle. No, so no, So no. I can burn through my review pretty quick. And then we can talk about the news. Actually, no. I don't want to do that. Because the news is going to make me mad. And at least some of the reviews are very 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 positive so i want to do it that way because i don't want to be like all right and that's the show i'm gonna go pissed off eat leftovers shrimp for dinner so i don't have anything for playing with ourselves this week so you had so much last week that we had to cut though i know so i was like well no we can still do it that way and then we can end on me being happy but nah it's fine i mean we can also do that we can we can do both no, it's fine. I'll run I, it up. The, I'll run. I'll run it up the the line and the chain of command and see what they say. Are they going to say anything about it? The the nerdiest part. The nerdiest part of the ring overlords. Oh, did I not tell you that we sold? You didn't tell me that. Well, we. I yeah. yeah no, I, was I say sold you out. sold. I was like, yeah. Wait, where's the money uh, at? Then? We are now on a very lucrative um, podcasting network. What's it called? I don't. I'm not going to riff. I don't know. Okay. This, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it stops with me. <laughs> I had to change the password last week, too, because it had been been too long since we recorded and I couldn't remember what it was. This is going to be my favorite podcast we do of the year, and nobody's going to like it. They're going to be like, what the fuck are they on? What is happening? Why am I listening to this? I promise we'll be better in January. I I can't make that promise. No, no, no. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Um, But so today, last night, uh, the the winner of the Iron Survivor Challenge, uh, Roxanne Perez, Instead of waiting until New Year's Evil to challenge for the Women's Championship, uh, she <coughs> challenged Mandy Rose last night and in an upset surprise win, defeated Mandy Rose, ending her over 400-day reign uh, to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Mm-mm. And then today, because so we're again, we're recording, I don't think I said this at the top either, we're recording on Wednesday again. I mentioned uh, it. It's going to go up on, it'll go up on Thursday, though, like we did last time. Yeah, yeah. But then, today, because it's Wednesday, it's revealed by Fightful that WWE has released Mandy Rose. And there was a lot of speculation when NXT started last night. Why Why am I seeing? Uh-oh, I don't, okay. like, I don't like your face right now. Oh, okay. No, I saw two people back to back sit post on Twitter. Rest in peace, New Jack. Oh, and I was like, he's been f- 
He's been dead for that, a minute. Yeah, like that. But apparently, something it was something that Stokely said on AW. Oh, okay. So I, I am a little excited to see what the context is behind that. That'll be fun. Um, but anyway, there was some speculation whenever at the beginning of NXT, whenever it was like, oh, the title match is tonight because Mandy Rose has a site. I don't know what she, I guess she has a couple cause I I've seen different websites mentioned, but she has like a premium site where she does post nude photos. And a lot of those photos apparently were leaked recently and it's drawn a lot of attention to it. Um, so people were like, Oh, it's going to suck if they like punish her by ta- by ending her reign. But because of this stupid leak. Yeah. That's some bullshit. And, you know, that was never really confirmed. But then today happens where she's just flat out fired on top of losing her the the championship. And it's like and part of the fightful report was that the the content on this website that she has put WWE in a tough position because of the content that they put. And it's just like this is bullshit. Yeah. For several reasons. Um I I will say that yes, I understand that if she signed a contract that said you cannot do explicit photos it's you know etc then yes, if she violated her contract, she should have been punished. But when you look at things that people have done that I would say, because first off, well, if not, you're listening to us, and yeah. you've listened to us more than, more than you know, th- if this isn't your first episode, this next sentence is not going to surprise you, but, like, sex work is valid. There's, it's, there's a stigma around it that shouldn't be there, but, like, it's fucking stupid to pretend that posting nude photos of yourself when your whole fucking shtick that you have been given as a performer by this company is, hey... You're super fucking hot. Go be hot. Hey, other women. She's super fucking hot. You need to start dressing like her because you need to be hot too. Was that the Athena thing? Was that the Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I'm just sorry, I just, I'm getting the context for that, but yeah. No, like like yeah. so her whole deal that she has been presented pretty much from day 1. Yeah. has been She's super hot, so she can make, so you can make all the money off of it, but when she does it, oh, that's the problem. Yeah. It's, but then you look at, again, we talked about the Usos, multiple drunk driving arrests. Between both of them. Um, and that's why I like. Oh, well, they, they don't get, they don't even get punished. We made the joke that when Jimmy, when Jimmy got his most recent one, it's like, oh, well, congratulations on winning the tag team championships. And then they did. Well, Asa, what they do on their personal time, that's not WWE's responsibility. Oh, right. No, no. But that was like, that's what they fucking said about the Usos. Yeah, that that was their statement. That's what they fucking said about Brock Lesnar whenever he popped positive for fucking steroids for uh, UFC 200. Well, I mean... Oh, he's not under contract with us, uh, so, you know, well, well, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with us. Yeah, like, what these people do on their personal time shouldn't affect the the company. Now, again, yes, and somebody... I mean, I would like to think the people that are going to use that argument against us aren't listening to us, because I feel like we've probably... Oh, I've, we've driven them away. Yeah, we've driven them away. I talked about Uvalde many months ago. Um, but, like, 
the people that are going to say, well, she signed a contract. Yes. But let's look at the grand scheme of things. Um, drunk driving. Uh, that is a fucking problem. Like that has killed mul- like that has killed millions of people at this point. Like steroids has killed people. Uh, did, didn't Riddle just pop a drug test? Like that was one of the things that I was going to bring up too, is he is off of television for six weeks because from what I have read, and again, this is all secondhand, like there's, there's yeah, no it's, official it's statement. Dirt sheet. So just, it's dirt whatever. Sheet. Yeah, whatever. He test because they don't test positive. They don't test for weed anymore. Yeah. No one gives a shit about weed, but he tested positive on drug tests. So it had to have been something that wasn't weed. And this isn't the first time that he's tested positive. So they basically gave him the Jeff Hardy ultimatum of rehab or fired. So, so he's so he is spending six weeks at uh, doing apparently allegedly rehab, which for those of you who don't know, I was a criminal justice major. My bachelor's is in criminal justice uh, with a corrections focus. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, that's not fun at all. When you force someone to go to rehab, the recidiv that well, the recidivism rates when like you reoffend, but your like your relapse rate is exponentially higher than if the person makes the decision themselves. Yeah. If they're like, oh, this isn't good, I need help. They are I don't remember and the number that I would have was from like twelve years ago with this oh god, I'm old. Um, but it it, it is ridiculously higher. If they choose to go themselves, this is essentially just like, boy, I am just so close to just going on a huge prison reform tangent. No, no, I know. No, and it's, it's the radical lefty is coming out in, in me. Um, when talking about but, this, it's super important to note that, like, I like that WWE does that. But when you do that for someone that's popped positive for multiple drug violations, but then you fire somebody for a like boob pics. And it's that's if fucking they, ridiculous. If they would have like, okay, you have to take down the content. You can't have that site anymore. We're suspending you. We're taking you off television. Okay, understandable. There's a deal in place. Because I I refuse to believe, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is, for some reason, this puritanical company has a zero tolerance clause they do asa they fucking do and that's why it took forever for china to get into the hall of fame because well if you google china so don't like don't act like that's not a thing because it fucking is meanwhile uh have you seen playboy and how many women's wrestlers have appeared on playboy to make wwe a buttload of money and that's what it boils down to yeah wwe wasn't making money off of her selling these photos yeah and that is, that's the cardinal sin. Uh, the timing is also just, you would think, you would fucking think that they would have just the tiniest amount of self-reflection to be like, hey, there's another huge Vince McMahon story coming out where he wants to come back to the company because keep in mind, he still has voting power. He still holds all of that stock. Like yeah. he's the majority stockholder or whatever. Vince McMahon, who was forced to retire due to these allegations. Uh, also, by the way, there's two more lawsuits coming forward for him assaulting people. Uh, maybe not a great look to fire a woman who is posting these photos, photos of her own volition. And like just that timing seems real bad. But nope, fucker, she's gone. 
Are you fucking kidding and me? Like, on top of like, let's not talk about like on top of the things that like theory. That's another Austin one. Theory, Matt Riddle, JD McDonough, like the word to the point where they changed his name because when you Google Jordan Devlin, oh, you find a bunch of fucking bullshit allegations. Like, well, now the bullshit, the allegations aren't bullshit. A bunch that, of the fact- him being a piece of shit. Yeah. And then allegations about his bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Josh Briggs. Like there are so many people with these fucking this cloud hanging over them from speaking out that nothing has been done about. And but oh we well we gotta make sure they stay on TV. Gotta make sure that Riddle uh still is mentioned by name, has a photo of him uh during an Elias segment to make sure that we we he keeps his spot whenever he does come back. Get fucked. Get and, absolutely fucked. And like Because if you're gonna crack down, if you're gonna crack down on this the things of this nature but again you're going to look at the drunk driving the abuse allegations other shit that wwe has let go especially it just this shit infuriates so you know like so and this isn't the same thing even a little bit but like the people that have gotten fired from wwe this year for like shit like this it was nash carter and mandy rose now nash carter's was pretty bad that one was rough but Mm. it's like he didn't get a chance to say he was sorry for that, for a choice or a stupid choice he made years ago. Now, granted, kind of fuck him, too. But like, but MSK was a big deal. They fired him right away and they fired Mandy Rose for fucking nothing. I'm sorry. This is this is fucking nothing. And it's because, because a bunch of fucking incels. Yeah, yeah. Who have a problem with women. Yeah. And that are like, oh, this she shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. So because like. Mandy Rose got fired for literally fucking nothing she did nothing that harmed a single person like the usos could have fucking killed somebody the riddle could have overdosed himself or been on a drug-induced fucking thing killed somebody mandy rose's nudes aren't killing anybody i'm i'm sorry these fucking aren't like i'm not even gonna make any of the goofy jokes i could have made just then literally she did literally nothing wrong she yeah. just made money for herself. And you know what's really weird is that like whenever Mandy Rose files tax or filed her taxes this year, she filed them as a independent contractor. Mm-hmm. But she can't make money outside of the company that she's an independent contractor for. And like this is a fucking thing that we have been saying forever. But whenever someone loses their job for posting nude photos and posting them themselves, not leaks, um, they're kind of leaks, but, but it, like, yes, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm putting it as the page situation. Yeah. Like, no, the, yeah, the, it, that it, was, it, it, that was a hard leak. These were photos that she took herself that fuck face, like fuck faces sent out to try to ruin her and work. Right. Well, not ruin her. I think she's going to make, I think she's going to be okay because yeah. like, if you thought the photos were risque before she can go full bore into this. Um, which like dope if she does good for her, make your money. But like Mandy Rose did literally nothing wrong. She did not do anything to negatively affect anybody's life. She did something that could have barely negatively affected WWE's bottom line. And here's my big thing against it. How much money did WWE not make by not posting her nudes? Like with that WWE watermark, cause WWE would have never have done it. They would have never have posted because it's a different era. They don't do Playboy anymore. Like, 
WWE was never going to make money off of her actual nudes. So why do they care that she's making money on her actual nudes? They And like you can say, well, duh, 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 it's a different company, PG, this, that, and another. Her fucking gimmick, like you said earlier, her whole gimmick is, I'm really hot. So I don't, I don't get it. It's the hypocrisy of it. And then you have fucking Riddle being Riddle. You have Austin Theory who like, that's a whole fucking thing. You have the Usos drunk driving, which I, I mean, hasn't happened fairly recently, but recently enough and enough times that it's a fucking thing. Like it's, it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. And for it to be an instant fire to be in instant fire is ridiculous they were they were fucking begging jeff hardy to come back after his whole thing where he just walked Mm -hmm. out of a match because they found that they may have goofed up just for him to actually be drunk a lot of the time like but nudes that's the fucking problem wwe has it's fucking stupid it's it's so just i don't i don't understand and there's like Like, and this isn't even one of those fires that like i want to see her wrestle elsewhere because like quite frankly and it's not this is not me insulting her as a worker like i think the things i've seen her do because i don't watch nxt anymore i've pretty much stopped watching nxt around the time that she came back but from everything i've heard she's really like got really good and really figured that character out and made it work for her no and that's the that's like the the other half of the coin is it's this isn't like this isn't like an undercard person who sometimes on main events stuff got out. No, this was like and they, a, and they fired her. Yeah. This is a woman who helped write probably one of the more entertaining angles that WWE had on television of what was it like three years ago with the Otis, Otis yeah. thing. That was 2020. But uh, yes, she helped contribute with that. Uh, she then realized that she wasn't being a focus on television. So she requested to go down to NXT where she formed Toxic Attraction. She then proceeded to be the backbone of NXT 2.0 for the women's division, along with Tox- with with Toxic Attraction. And yeah, she like, I wouldn't say that she is, you know, I, I don't know if she necessarily gets enough credit as she deserves, because people really wouldn't look past the like fire and desire yeah aspect like when she first went to the main roster but like i i you know i'm not gonna say that she's up there with like becky lynch or bailey or like any no, like no, the no. horsewomen stuff but she really really upped her game and if you can't look at like the transformation that she made in ring as a as a wrestler on top of her character work it and she just took that whole division and put it on her back for a year and a half yeah and, and then they and they just throw her away because they can't profit off it. And again, I, I, I do want to reiterate, we don't know what the contracts look like. We don't know what the language is on, in on the contracts. But I just, I cannot believe that there is not a level of discretion on WWE side. Yeah. That you, you can't, unless I see the actual contract where it is, it does say that this is a immediate terminate, you know, it, it is an immediate termination. You're not going to convince me that the punishment for doing what she did is worse than when someone is arrested for drunk driving. 
when someone has sexual assault allegations against him, when someone drops, which again, and like, don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating for Riddle to get fired because he tested positive for drugs because that doesn't help anybody. And no, no. Like, and, and that's what I was kind of touching earlier where I'm happy WWE is doing that for him. But whenever yeah. like Riddle is doing something to harm himself and can potentially harm others. And then you have somebody that literally did nothing wrong, like did something that yeah. can't like, I'm sorry, nudes can't harm anybody um, unless they're like leaked. Uh, that's a different situation. If someone posting is, your what she did, did where she's selling yeah, yeah. Her, where she's selling her own pictures of her own volition, that is yeah, that, that is such a nothing offense. Yeah, and like oh, but think of the kid, think of the children, yeah. bitch. The children have the internet. The children have seen a million times worse shit than a gorgeous lady posting. Like this is she isn't gonna see anything. Like I don't get that. I I just no, I no. don't it's, understand it's that. There's stupid. such a disconnect between oh this person who i see on television also takes raunchy photos who gives a shit yeah dope good for her and that's how i am with it and back what you were saying she's not doing it on television yeah even Um, though her gimmick is again wow look how scantily dressed i am yeah don't you but that two centimeters difference oh oh my god yeah so to get back at like what i was saying of just like I wanted to cut, I didn't want to cut you off, but I wanted to kind of backtrack and say how I feel about what you said about the contract. Even if that's in that contract, that just makes me say, fuck that contract more. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Cause again, we have precedent of there being some really bad people on We were talking about on the pre-show about Hulk Hogan and like, I'm sorry what Hogan did and what Hogan has said was way, way worse than what Mandy Rose did. And she got an immediate fire, and I don't think she's going to be back anytime soon. I'm not saying she won't be back at all, but I don't think she's coming back anytime soon. And quite frankly, like, it's not that I don't want to see her ever see her wrestle again, because I, I don't have a uh, problem with her as a worker. I just don't want AEW to be like, well, come here. Come here and wrestle for us, and then we'll make a, like, because you can have an OnlyFans and be in AEW, because Tony Storm has one. I don't mm-hmm. think she's the only one, but she's the only one that's coming to mind. She's Yeah, no, she's not. Uh, but she started hers before, before AEW. And yeah. like, so AEW would be perfectly cool with it. They don't care. But I, I also don't want the reason that she got fired being brought up on AEW. Cause that would be, I mean, uh, at the same time, fuck WWE a little bit. Maybe that needs to happen because it's a ridiculous reason to fire someone. Whenever you have other people that like Mandy Rose is not a bad post- person for posting her own nudes. The, the, the woman made money a very valid way and didn't harm anybody in the process. She didn't put a gun to anybody's head and say, buy my site. She just said, hey, this is who I am. This is what I post. And people bought it. Good. That is good for her. As far as I know, it wasn't even in any of her, like, official bios. Like, where her, like, her WWE branded social media accounts. I don't think it was any, it it was ever. I'm not going to lie. I hope her sites. I don't know that for sure. I could be mistaken, but. I really hope her sites fucking boost in the next week for her i hope she makes more money than she was gonna make in wwe because that would just be the biggest fuck you because like if she can make more money not throwing herself on the ground in despite of wwe that would fucking rock for me because mm-hmm. like this is so this is so fucking stupid like this is like this is the dumbest thing to come out of wrestling this year which is really bad considering the dumb shit that come out in wrestling this year like, we had some truly stupid shit happen. But for someone to lose their job over literally not harming anybody 
and because someone's afraid of a nipple this is fucking ignorant like this is some next level stupid shit yeah and like the second it happened i was like well this is gonna be the very first really negative nerdiest part of the ring because i've had my moments but it's very rare that we both get our like our red up on some shit and this i think is the first time since the beginning of this wonderful show that i think we're both just really pissed off at some stupid shit now like wrestling like storyline wise stupid shit happens all the time this is some real world like a company let somebody go over literally nothing and if she broke her contract you have people that literally drunk drive and do like some actual harmful shit and they're like the top act in the show the company you're cool with that and you're not cool with the nipple that's it's some fuck shit yeah i and i don't know what else there's we've just at this point we're just gonna be rehashing rehashing it but like man fucking shame on wwe yeah big shame and shame on the douchebags that are out there trying to like shame women for making money that that is just like the saddest level of just yeah little bitch behavior it really is like i'm sorry if you and i'm sure i've mentioned it on like nerdiest part of the ring but i know pw i was a very i'm a very strong advocate for motherfuckers making their money in a safe way if someone if hoke like if you want to go in if you can go in wwe and do five moves and make a hundred million dollars doing that make your money boo-boo do what you need to do i'm the same way towards like only fans and shit like that i can't make money that way i mean i might be able to oh but- yeah if I was hot, I would have an OnlyFans in a heartbeat. If my toes weren't so fuzzy, I'd be selling feet pics left and right. Someone might be into that. But they again, like, I, I'd have to really test the market. But, like, if you want to start an OnlyFans, and if you want to, like, do something like that, dope. And not even a little bit, like, no fucking judgment on either one of our ends of this. Because good for you. If you are of legal age and you're totally cool with doing it, and that's like, and that's the way you want it, that's your side hustle. Fuck yeah, because make your money. And if you're a wrestler and that's how you want to make your like your side hustle, or fuck, if you want to turn that into your real hustle, because wrestling sucks sometimes. Fuck yeah, if you can make your money and you can support your lifestyle and you, that's how you do it. Good for fucking you. Good for ba- man. It's Sax, isn't it? That's her last name. Good for Mandy. That's what her handles are. I don't know. I, I'm gonna I say couldn't Mandy. Tell your real name. I'm gonna say it's Mandy Sachs. I think it's Amanda Sachs, but I'm gonna say Mandy Sachs because I'm willing to say it's her actual name. Like, good for fucking her. Good. I'm happy that she can make money that way, and I hope. And that's go back to what I say. I hope that she makes more money in fucking this than she does WWE, because fuck them, and she deserves yeah. that money because she is a very gorgeous lady, and fuck the people that leaked that shit. Um to ruin her life whenever in all reality this might be a very good business move for her and i hope it is because i am a big fan for fucking people over that fuck you over and it's a fucking stupid situation and i hate all of it because wwe is a very the fucking saudi shows there's so much shit sorry i know this is a different side tangent but there's so much immoral shit that that company does that a nipple a nipple is what fucking sends them over the edge god damn it i'm sorry Asa. we can talk about ring of honor you can talk about ring of honor nxt now i'm just it's the more you think about it the more it's stupid yeah it's uh, it's like a rabbit hole of ignorance is what it is yeah and i just and again like and, and 
which we don't really get any hate mail but if you're getting your pay if you're listening to this and you somehow haven't turned off after like 30 minutes of us ranting about this you know again tag us on twitter we don't know (laughs) we don't know we don't know what the contracts look like but it's just it's hard for me to believe that like instant termination is the only option here yeah but like and like you said, even if it is that is fuck them twice. It's somehow is. worse. Yeah, if it that's is somehow worse. If it is fuck them twice. I'm never getting signed by WWE because I'll be like, yeah. whenever I do the tryout, I'll be like, I want you to listen to this episode. I'll sabotage myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause fuck you. Can, this is posture. my entrance music. Can you play it? <laughs> fuck, fuck them and fuck that. Um, William Regal's just like, what the fuck? That um, might hit for him. I would like to think that, <laughs> that would hit for for William Regal. <laughs> Sorry, but, sorry, my planet needs me, Blackpool Combat Club. That is still my favorite thing. Of that, uh, if you see this, something horrible happened to me. Why are you? God, why are you break? Why are you trying to get me in a worse mood? I just, I love this? that's how they did it. If you've seen this, something bad has happened to me. This is his his send off was the beginning of Gotham Knights, Asa. <laughs> oh fuck you! That was payback hey, for calling Saturday me ugly and NXT- stupid oh, earlier. Saturday night was NXT deadline. Dalton didn't watch it. So why would he watch a wrestling show for a wrestling podcast? Because I, I was wrestling Saturday night. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a shame that now you can only watch it when it's live. That's the only time that it's available to watch it. Um, Have you tried streaming Peacock? It's the worst. Yes, that's how I go. Oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> like this is I just got I'm pretty sure we just got kicked off a of Pinecast, but fuck it. <laughs> We'll start an OnlyFans. <laughs> we won't be making as much money as Mandy will be. Make zero dollars. Make negative. Somehow they're going to charge us. They're like, no, this, nope. Uh, the first ever Iron Survivor Challenge uh, opened the show. It was the women's match with Roxanne Perez defeating Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Kiana James, and Indy Hartwell. Um, as a concept... It's overly complicated, and and it wasn't great, but I will say it was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought the men's one was a lot better than the women's one, just because I think they did, it felt like they did a little bit more mm-hmm. with the concept, and it was also a lot faster moving. Like There was also way more falls, which I think is going to make it feel more exciting, uh, because... It was literally Roxanne Perez won with two falls, and then um, everyone else except for Kiana James only had one. So it, um, and Kiana James had zero. So <laughs> there was that was a soccer match. <laughs> so there was a total of five. There was a total of five falls, and they were pretty well. If I, this is a match that <clears throat> it almost immediately left my head after I was done watching it. So, but it felt like they were a little bit more. Uh, the pinfalls were a little bit more spaced out once the first one happened. So, um, and the ending also to me didn't make like a ton of sense because like Cora Jade was trying to tie it, but she was too focused on like Roxanne. It it was kind of odd, but, um, overall though, the match itself was fine. The men's match, Grayson Waller winning with three falls, um, beating Carmelo Hayes, JD McDonough, uh, Joe Gacy and Axiom. Uh, everybody in that match except for JD had two falls. JD had zero. Um, so, you know, two, four, six, nine falls versus five. So it moved a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, Grayson, his falls were pretty fun because he literally like entered the match, 
hit his finisher on someone, pinned him, hit his finisher on someone else and pinned him. Oh, that's neat. I might actually have to go back and watch that. Like he, and they also did like, they had like Axiom and, and JD fighting in the penalty box because they were both in the penalty box at the same time. So they ended up like fighting in there because they don't like each other. It was, it was more interesting to me. And it was, like I said, the multiple falls kind of made it feel like there was more going on. The ending was also kind of dumb because like Grayson won. He, he got the last pinfall with like a minute left. And then it was Carmelo Hayes was basically trying to tie it up, but Grayson was basically running interference. So like he could have pinned someone, but he, but Grayson like pushed them out of the ring. So he couldn't get a pinfall. Yeah, that's like, but there was someone else in the ring that he probably could have gone for. So it was just, again, there, I don't, I don't, I, if they announced that they were going to do this again in a year, I wouldn't be super excited about it, but I wouldn't be like, oh my God, this shit again. Fair enough. I yeah. think that if they did it again, now that they've had these two, they could maybe do it again in a fun enough way that it wouldn't be just like the worst. Yeah. But I, it's not something that I'm clamoring to see of like, oh man, I can't wait to see what they do next time. For the Iron Survivor match. Yeah, the Iron Survivor challenge. Um, Waller winning is fine. I, I, was, I wanted it to be Carmelo Hayes just because I think Carmelo Hayes needs to be NXT champion before he calls up, before he inevitably gets called up and just kills it on the main roster. But Waller is someone who has grown on me. Like I, he's he's entertaining enough, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think him and Braun will have good matches. You say uh, Braun, and I go straight to Strowman every time. And I know, it's, yeah, it, it, I know it's Breaker. I know it's Breaker. Yeah. But every time I'm like, Strowman's on NXT. No, dumbass. That would be bad. You <laughs> you could control a lot down in NXT. Um, yeah, I'm sad. Anyway, Braun Breaker defeated Apollo Cruz to retain the championship. Really good match. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was kind of surprised that uh, they didn't put it on Cruz. Doesn't mean that they wouldn't necessarily, but they did the least. They did the old standby of, oh, we put the logo up. It's the end of the show. Bronze in the ring celebrating. And then Grayson showed up. And then Grayson comes in and attacks him after. And it was just like, it was such a, he hit his finisher and then like held up the, th- it, it wasn't a, a full impactful, beat down. Yeah. Like post-match beat down. It was just kind of like, okay, well that's the thing that. Gargano and Champa broke that trend they made it perfect and then ev- yeah. ev- like a lot of diminishing return yeah and this one was just like oh he okay the guy who is the next in line to challenge for the title attack the champion yeah oh my god i we've never seen such storytelling uh isla dawn defeated alba fire in just i don't care i don't know about the match because all i can see is the fucking finish where isla dawn used some magic poison bullshit to poisoned the ref so he's spitting out black goo while alba fire is supposed to be able to get the pit it was dumb as shit spooky scary skeleton magic bullshit no thank you Ugh. we've got bray back we don't you don't no one else needs to be doing this this nonsense well if you watch monday night raw alexa almost hit the sister abigail oh but she didn't know what was going on when the logo all right let's wrap it up wrap it up just put just put them together again make me sad <laughs> and let bray wrestle, uh, and please. then and then my favorite match of the show and one of my favorite matches of the weekend as a whole the new day defeated pretty deadly to win the nxt tag team championships making them the triple crown um tag team champions 
Kofi Kingston is now a 15-time tag team champion, breaking the record held by Booker T and Edge uh, in most number of tag team reigns. Good. Um, Booker T, fucking dog shit. Yeah. He wasn't great throughout the night, but him being like weirdly anti-New Day to the point where like Vic Joseph said something along the lines of like, oh, when we 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 send a, a hello or well wishes to Big E and Booker flat out was like, no, I don't. God damn. And it's like, come the fuck off. God. Like, I get it. You're you're the big you're you're he loves pretty deadly. He loves pretty deadly. But just it, the heel commentator acts when you're just being overtly like ignoring the reality of what you're seeing is so obnoxious to me. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. And he wasn't like that the whole night. It was just that match. You think so? Who had the most tag team? Cha- it was Booker T and Edge. You think maybe he's salty about that? Probably. That's weird. He seems like the kind of, like given the way that he just like the shit he says on like his podcast that would like it might be legit. Maybe it's you know it may just be that he's hamming it up because he yeah. he likes the new day and he wants them to prove him yeah. wrong i don't know i really don't care because it makes it less entertaining yeah it's the same thing i don't remember the dude's name but uh anytime he's on the pre-show uh i Sam just Roberts? i won't watch him maybe uh because he's just like he goes so hard on being A the dick. heel yeah it's like bianca belair doesn't deserve That's to be Sam Roberts. Champion. that was sam roberts like he maybe he has gotten a million times better and has dropped that act since he said that I don't care. I won't watch him because it's just, it's not entertaining to me. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And that was, and this was like, holy shit, Booker T like almost ruined this match for me with his dumbass commentary. I, but it was a, it was a, it was a super fun match. The, the, the four way Eddie Guerrero yeah. spot was funny. I liked the finish. Um, it, even though I think it was just kind of like a, let's give Woods his flowers because Kofi, Hits the move, is the legal man, and instead of going for the pin immediately, he tags in Woods, who just immediately goes for the pin. But I think it is because he was, he mentioned, like, he was the first NXT match Mm -hmm. in that iteration. He was the first person to be called up from NXT, but he never had NXT gold. Yeah. He never won a championship. And so he was the one to get the pin to win the, the NXT tag titles. So I like I, I I assume that's what that was, which if it is like that just kind of shows that bond that the New Day have. Yeah, about how they're like which is, always looking out like because they would talk about that, like playing rock, paper, scissors to see who was doing matches. Or if there was a certain match that someone wanted, they would like right. have to go into a debate on. That was my favorite thing where they would have to discuss with each other who was going to do which matches and be mm-hmm. like, well, now we got to argue on who gets to wrestle. And like, it's just it's cool that. Kofi and Woods have that kind of relationship where it's like, no, this matters to you. This this means more to you. Do it. Like that's dope yeah. as fuck. I love that. Selfless yeah. selflessness in wrestling fucking rocks whenever it's correct. And the yeah. New Day have consistently been correct for a while with it. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that they won the titles because I th- I I do think Pretty Deadly will probably be the ones to like take them back after New Day wrestles. You know whoever down there so because i think Shawn michaels did a pro post thing like a post uh show scrum or it may have been before but they asked him like how long is new day going to be part of uh nxt and he he responded with something along the lines of like as long as we can have them yeah 
So they, you know, and there's a ton of matches that I would love to see them do. It, so it, I'm, it speaks, I'm very, very excited. It's really good when you can get a New Day or an Apollo Crews or a Mandy Rose. Like when you can get someone down there to work with the, the batch of people coming up. Because those are people that are established on how WWE wants them to wrestle. And when you can just wrestle people like that coming in, it's so helpful. And mm-hmm. it's it's dope that New Day is down there right now. Now don't get me wrong, would I yeah. rather would I rather see their matches with the Usos? Yes, but I've seen that matchup a whole bunch. That being said, I can watch that match for the rest of the time. But like it's cool that we're getting new and fresh matchups. I I all I can think about is New Day versus the Creed Brothers. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that's who I want to beat the New Day for the titles. I only don't want them to beat them just because it's like, I think it should be like a heel. Not ah, fair. And I don't want to see the Creed brothers go back to, to be like, they could like, I would, it wouldn't be the t- worst thing, but I like there. Whenever a team like FTR or the creeds kind of organically just switch to being cheered because of how good they are talented <laughs> and entertaining they are in the ring that it turns out that is like a soft spot for me. Oh yeah. So, like, I don't want to see them, you know, revert back. Same thing with, like, I don't want to see FTR go heel again. Could they do it and be super successful and entertaining at it? Of course they could. But, like, I just love, like, no, we're fucking wrestlers, FTR. So. uh, And then also on Saturday was ROH Final Battle. Um, This was a longer show. I also forgot what time it started, so I missed Jeff Cobb versus uh, Mascara Dorada, which bums me out because I was legitimately, like... I sent Dalton a message last week, like on Friday night, maybe because we recorded Wednesday again. So we didn't have the full card. There was literally, I think we talked about five matches Four, five. Yeah. Four. Oh, five matches because FTR versus the Briscoes was announced as as we we were recording. recording. Yeah. Uh, final count, including pre-show is 12. So I sent Dalton a message of the full card and I was like, I guess they added some, (laughs) So, and I think my response um, was, is that fucking Matt Alik? <laughs> and I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I will go back and watch that match this week. Mascara Dorada. Is, holy shit. That was the pre-show. I can watch that on YouTube. God damn it. I mean, stupid. I was just like, oh, my pre-show window for, or my replay window from Bleacher Report is over. So I missed it. Dumbass. It's on YouTube. Good call. Uh, but yeah, Jeff Cobb and Mascara Dorada. I missed that one. Jericho Appreciation Society, Angelo Parker, and Matt Menard defeated the Shinobi Shadow Squad, Eli Isom, and former CCW Pure Openweight Champion, Cheeseburger. Uh, the sweetest human being, by the way. Yeah. I fucking love that dude. Willow Nightingale defeated Trisha Dora. Also, dude. probably sweetest human being, but, like, we don't know that from experience. Trish, I so I've seen Trisha Dora wrestle, like, I've been in a locker room with her before. And she mm-hmm. is cool as fuck. She's and yeah. she's like fucking super talented. Yeah, this was this this is a match that I would like to see them do again. Uh, top flight Dante and Darius Martin defeated the Kingdom. Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Uh, speaking of super sweethearts, Mike Bennett and uh, Maria Canellas Bennett. I <laughs> love Mike Bennett <laughs> so much. Uh, again, super athletic match. I like that the I I kind of. So before we get into the rest of the card, we did get the announcement that ROH now does have a, it will have weekly programming going forward. It will be on the Honor Club streaming service, which is $10 a month. It's apparently being rebuilt, redone, 
uh, reformatted, whatever, mm-hmm. because it's still going to have all the legacy ROH content on there. But going forward, starting in January, I don't know if we got an exact date, um, but our weekly ROH television will be through Honor Club. It's not a TV deal. It's not a, you know, HBO Max streaming service deal. But that that is what they're going to be doing. So now the ROH roster is going to be much less of a focus on AEW television. Yeah. Because now they are going to be on Honor Club. Man. Pay-per-views will be of through Bleacher Report still, um, or Fight TV for International. But you will be able to watch them on a 90-day delay. They need... To- Might be six... It might be 60, but I think it's 90. They need to do that with AEW pay-per-views on that too. Cause I think that'll, I think that would attract a lot of business that way. Yeah. And they also did, he also, Tony Khan also did say that, uh, there would be, st- he like all but confirmed forbidden door too, but he was talking about like partnering with new Japan and all of this, like to get stuff on honor club as well. So, um, it's kind of a letdown in the sense that like, we were hoping for like a big announcement, like a TV, like a network thing. Or I was kind of, I was really hoping for like HBO Max, but Honor Club, you know, I will probably subscribe when the first TV deal goes live. Yeah. I had it. Because I'm not, I'm not subscribed to it right now, but. I um, loved it when I had it. It was, it was a yeah. dope service. I was just, I it got to a point that I wasn't using it and I was like, all right, well, I need to cut back. When I read that service. announcement and I was like, oh, well I can go back. Cause I haven't seen a ton of ROH. Oh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like shit. I know there's some gold out there and there's a ton of like matches that i would love so i think i am gonna kind of like i'm gonna i i almost thought about doing it as like a segment for the show and what we can talk about this more like off air but like doing a ring of honor classic um you know pick a match and you know set aside like maybe once a like not every week but like once a month talk about a classic ring of honor match or show or something i just think that could be kind of fun yeah like a book club but ring of honor we don't know who knows. Um, but so, but the but going back to my original point, which got me there is I really hope to see, uh, Taven and Bennett be like a big deal in the tag division for ring of honor. Yeah. hundred percent. Like as part of like, if they're going to be part of that roster, that'd be super cool. Uh, the main show itself started off weird as fuck. Blake Christian and AR Fox defeated La Faxion and Gobernable Rouge and Drillistico, um, in, Fox pinned Drillistico, but then Drillistico kicked out like at the last second. And it was like, was that a two count? Was that a fuck up? Because after the match, uh, Roosh and Drillistico fucked up Fox and Christian with like chairs and shit. And it was like, uh, okay, what just happened? And it wasn't like the, oh, they're sore. They're sore losers. So they're attacking their opponent. No, it was like, there was a, what the fuck is going on since? And not in the good way. <laughs> so, um, Roosh talked about being suspended, but like, I don't know if that's a legit suspension or if that is just like, they're doing a storyline thing to kind of like keep that going. Uh, I don't know, but I will say it is amazing how much Preston Vance just immediately fits in with that. Like wearing the suit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm ready for him to be a dickhead. He doesn't like toys. So like, I'm ready to boo this man. Yeah. It's gonna be so easy. You need to watch that most recent toy vlog. I still do. I know. Uh, I say that as I have not watched any wrestling this week. (laughs) (laughs) You really need to get your priorities in order. You need to watch the toy vlog. Uh, Athena defeated Mercedes Martinez in a, uh, to win the ROH women's world championship. I loved this match. 
I love the video package before where they talked about their uh, history together uh, on the independence. Uh, I liked this because I think part of the reason that people other than misogyny, because that's part of it, let's be honest, um, that people were giving Athena such a hard time with this like character shift where she's just beating the fuck out of the, the, the enhancement wrestlers on like dark and dark elevation is because you look at someone like Suzuki or Moxley or, you know, any of the, the black cool combat club, any of them, and they get a pass on it. It's because they also get hit back. Yeah. Like Suzuki doesn't go out there and murder someone, but get nothing in return. He murders someone and then expects you to murder him back. And this was really the first time in an extended match that we got to see someone give it back to Athena. And I think that kind of is might be part of like why people were so unhappy with like those squash matches, because it's like, yeah, you're just kind of bodying these women. But no, but you're not taking anything. But Mercedes Martinez was able to like give it back because this was a competitive match and it was really good. Sweet. I, was, I very much enjoyed I was going to ask you about that one because I was like, I bet that match was going to rock. Yeah, no, and it did. It it did. It's one It's one that, like, I don't, I you don't need to see, like, the whole show, but damn near you kind of do. There's only maybe two or three matches that I would say you could, like, if you had to pick, that, you know, you could probably miss. This ain't one of them. Uh, next up was the tag team match Swerve in Our Glory. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defeated Shane Taylor Promotions, Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Um, it was really good. Um, everybody played their parts very well. I didn't like the finish even remotely. Uh, Swerve walked out on Lee, but Lee still got the win. Yeah, that's weird. Like, you uh, you don't need to do that. Like, you could give that to Shane Taylor. Like, that dude is legit on his own. Like... One of the best TV champions they've had. Shane Taylor promotions was such a big deal before ROH like rebranded, like went through the, the purchase. Yeah, that's real. I, I saw that and I love Keith Lee, but like at the same time, uh, he didn't need it. Yeah. Again, the match itself was great. Swerve Strickland, just being an antagonist to everybody, including Keith during the match was great. Um, I was very impressed also by JD Griffey. He's not someone that I was super familiar with. But uh, I dug what he did and also just like Shane Taylor and Keith Lee, like give me that one on one match before we do a full split, please, because I want more of that. Yeah. The Embassy, Brian Cage and Gates of Agony, Khan and Toa Leona defeated Dalton Castle and the boys, Brendan and Brent Tate, to become the new six man tag team champions. Big sad. Um, Sad because I love Dalton Castle, but like I don't hate this version of the Embassy. No, no, no. So like. But- yeah. I'm kind of okay with them winning it. Um, I would like to see a rematch. Like, cause that, again, the match was fun. Um, hit motherfuckers with other motherfuckers happened. So did Dalton that, Castle do the dive spot where he was just throwing? Yes. Hit? Yeah. That I love that spot so much. Cause I hated it first. I remember like every time I, he starts it, I'm like, I fucking hate this spot. And then it goes on for such a comedically long time that I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the greatest thing in wrestling. Because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's... I. It, it, it was a fun match. It's not one that I would think you need to go out of your way to see. Like, if you were going to pick and choose from this show. But, very enjoyable. Uh, Wheeler Yuta defeated Daniel Garcia by ref stoppage to become the new and first ever two-time pure ROH champion. Uh, loved this match. Loved this match. I loved... The 
them using the fist, the face punch, like in the opening couple minutes. Uh, I loved Daniel Garcia forcing, like basically putting, Gar- uh, putting Yuta in submission moves while he was in the ropes to force Yuta to use his rope breaks, like very early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuta's comeback was really good. Like I just, this was a this. Go out of your way to watch this match. So what? What? What did the stop? What was the stoppage? Like you said, ref stoppage. Yuta had Garcia trapped and was doing the the elbows, uh, the the hammer elbows. Got it. And uh, Garcia passed out. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, the Briscoes defeated FTR in the double dog collar match to become the new ROH World Tag Team Champions. Um, objectively, fantastic tag team match. It was violent, it was a brawl, it was well put together, everyone played their part incredibly. To Asa, personally, hated the amount of blood and just bullshit bumps that they did. This match was so bloody, the goddamn referee was bleeding. (laughs) Fucking buckets. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Don't and need it. I'm laughing only... Not necessary. Yeah, I'm only laughing because of the absurdity of it. Like, that is unnecessary. Ass- absurd is Dax trying for, like, what felt like forever to wrap the chain around his sweaty, bloody head to do a top rope headbutt. But the chain just kept falling. So it was like, just it just kept sliding off of him. And it was, he eventually got it where I think he was just holding the chain and went for it. Uh, bullshit is them setting up a table on the outside of the ring, having a giant pile of chairs next to the table, and the spot being uh, whichever one Cash was chained to, whichever Briscoe, I can't, I can't remember if it was... Um, Marker J. Uh, Marker J. Briscoe was on the top rope. And Cash just launches him, not through the table, into the chairs. but onto the pile of chairs. That sounds right. Go fuck yourself. That sounds about brisk. That's pretty. Just both of you. That's pretty briscoe in total fairness. Yeah, so uh, that stuff doesn't vibe with me necessarily. But, I mean, I'm not a deathmatch guy. I, I don't, you know, the fact that a stiff breeze will bust open Moxley kind of is a turnoff to me in a lot of his <laughs> matches. Um, you know, what did I say to, what did I say to Kenny? That, that got him he bleeds if, if the towel at the if there if the towel in the hotel is too starchy yeah yeah that's it cuts what him open like it's just I, I i'm not into that yeah it's 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 too much too often so that was a detriment to me personally but again i under people are saying that this is like of the top five tag team matches of the year briscoe's and ftr are three of them i can't argue it no like that i get it like that's that's fair. This is arguably one of the best tag team series of matches of all time. Um, I can't really say the feud is necessary because it's like there's not really any feud other than just like I'm the best. No, we're we're the best. No, we're the best. All right, let's fight about it. But it is it is neat to see. But that, it's effective. Yeah, that's it's one of those things. It's neat to see that that still works though. Yeah, because like that is fair. I that will is say fair. one of my favorite segments, like vignette or whatever you want to call them, backstage uh, segments, was uh, the sit down before. Uh, was it fine? Was this final battle? Yeah. Uh, what was the one before? Is that best in the world? 
the Iron Man match, like Death Before Dishonor. Death Before that one. The thing where like they don't even want to like entertain doing a backstage segment with each other, and it just goes into a fight. Like the just the like unease that all four of them had with each other. I loved mm-hmm. I love shit like that because it's super basic, and there was not like there was not. A Dominic Mysterio's custody and a ladder match for it to matter. No, it was just these motherfuckers don't like each other that much. Yeah. And I was intrigued. I like when people can do just that. And that's what they've been able to do. I'm not saying it was the best feud. I'm just saying I really like when people no, can pull it, that off. There, There is something to say that the, the, the effectiveness of the simplicity. Yeah. Or the simplicity of the effectiveness, whatever. Like, it's... It's it, it it was great and it was a great series of matches. It's 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 that salt and pepper are the best seasoning for a steak. Like yeah. that's all you need to make it great, and that's all they need to make it great. Like it's, if you have yeah, if you have a great steak, you don't need all the extra seasoning. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like I I love. There's shit no like that. there is not a chicken walking this planet that you don't need to season to hell. But like a really nice cut of meat, like beef. That's all. Yes. It, that's all it needs. Um, also, I didn't love how this kind of was like immediately led into the 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 guns coming out. And attacking FTR and the Briscoes made the save um, that and they so they did the like mutual respect thing like uh, we don't need that, but it doesn't hurt. Anything. It tra- well, so it's Ring of Honor. That's fine. I'm cool with yeah. it when it's Ring of Honor, because that's kind of the whole honor, like code of honor thing. Yeah, but this wasn't the code of honor. This was we came out to help them. And now we're like, OK, now we like each other because we're not doing this fucking I'm not killing myself with you again. Yeah. Until next year <laughs> until um, they this is gonna be this is your like okay this is AEW Brett and or roh needs a five-star match something to get the wrestling fans talking break glass in case of emergency ftr versus the briscoes do it again yeah because Riccaboni pointed out that now the feud is technically uh 2-2 yeah or 4-4 four, four, like they're they are even on number of pinfalls and wins on each other so uh, television championship match. The king of television, Samoa Joe, defeated Juice Robinson. Uh, the undisputed king of television would be cheesy as fuck on anybody except for Samoa Joe. But Samoa Joe breathes cool. Yeah. There's just, there's nothing uncool about that man. And uh, so I, I give that a pass. The match itself was aggressively good. Like it didn't really like click into that next level for me personally. It also like, it didn't help that this was very much just a nothing build. There was no, it was literally again, the you are champion. I want to be champion. I fight you. And that quick, again, we just talked about that can be fine, but when you're following the match that this followed, I I need something else there. Like I, I need a hook or something. So it just, it didn't have that like emotional stake to me. And then the main event, Claudio Castagnoli defeated Chris Jericho by submission to win the ROH World Championship. Jericho tapping out to the swing. And in my bullshit nitpicky brain, as I'm watching the match, and it's like second 15 of the swing, I'm like, cool, you're using the move that you literally can't beat somebody with. (laughs) at what point do we acknowledge that the swing is fun it is it is sports entertaining because the whole thing was if if claudio lost he had to join the jericho appreciation society where he would have had to have been in a tag team with hager called hat trick 
uh, now, that was now, that, now I'm upset that he law or won. <laughs> that that was something that 2.0 announced during the show. Um, is that that was that was what he was going to have to do? Yeah. Now so, now I'm sad that Claudio won. Yeah. Um. But then, like seconds later, Jericho tapped to the swing. I was like, "Well, son of a bitch, that shut me up." Huh? <laughs> you were just like, "Well, goddamn." <laughs> It's the, it's the thing of just like, oh, why are you acting surprised whenever the person that you've never pinned, you like you hit a move that you've never pinned somebody with. It's Sami Zayn and the Blue Thunderbomb. Yeah. You mean he kicked out of the move? Literally every person I've hit this on has kicked out of? Yeah. No. Like, but then he won with it. And I loved that finish. Um, I will say I don't want... Again, it's a personal preference and it's me being nitpicky because I'm a fucking nerd on the internet. I like the swing when then he stops it and steps it into the sharpshooter. Yeah. Because one, he has a gorgeous sharpshooter. Real, uh, real and good. And two, I just like the sharpshooter as a move in general. Yeah. But uh, Jericho being the one to tap from the swing, I, I dug that. I like that. This Again, this match also was really good. Um, really feel good moment for Claudio to like be the flag bearer of ROH now because that just feels right. Yeah. it's a good, he, so. He's a good person for it. And yeah. you're spending a lot of money on them, so make them matter. Exactly. So, so, uh, both both the shows, Deadline and Final Battle, were both really strong. Um, I would definitely say Final Battle was better overall because even the NXT show has that pacing problem uh, that we talked about when we talked about Survivor Series of yeah. just like holy shit, there's so much time between these matches that just nothing is happening. But the uh, New Day, New Day versus uh, Pretty Deadly, Braun Breaker versus Cruz. And honestly, like I would if you didn't watch it, I would recommend watching the men's Iron Survivor Challenge to see, like, just kind of give you an idea of like what that match was, because it was it's worth watching, I would say. And then Final Battle, just like like I said, everything except for those couple matches that I wasn't super high on, even they weren't bad matches by any stretch. Yeah, just they didn't hit quite as hard. Gotcha. So, um, Dalton, I am going to have to push back your, uh, unless you got like a rapid fire thing you want to hit. Uh, I finally got the orange Cassidy from, uh, unrivaled series nine or eight, eight. It's eight. Uh, so now all I need is the Jericho and then I will have that entire wave, including chases. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get the Painmaker Jericho, but if I ever do, that'll be the first unrivaled, that'll be the first AEW uh, set that I have completely completed. Uh, to do that, I just need to get, or to do another one, I just need to get, um, oh God, which one? Uh, the Chase Anna J, so I'll never do that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's super cool. I like, uh, I found it at our Walmart, because our Walmart never gets AEW stuff, and then I randomly went to clearance last night, and there was like, that figure and Chuck for like 15 bucks a piece. And I was like, I need that orange because it has the elbow pad. So that's all I need to buy a $15 figure is an elbow pad that didn't come with the original version. That's all I got for playing <laughs> with ourselves this week. Well, all right, we did it. Uh, that is going to do it for the show for tonight. And for this year, we will be back uh, that first week of January in two weeks with our best of the year, best of 22 i had to think like i was like wait 23 no that's next year yep. that's the one that's coming up on us <laughs> we'll be back with the best of where we just talk about our stuff that we loved throughout the year and let us know what you liked through the year as well um hopefully you enjoyed this episode if not i completely understand 
we'll try to do better. Sorry we let you down and just yked for 30 minutes about bullshit motherfuckers and then we but and then we talked about mandy rose after that <laughs> wrestling wrestling is neat we like wrestling as a whole so and we like you so yeah we will be back in two weeks uh and in that time i hope you have a good holiday you have a safe holiday happy new year safe new year uh, because you know I, i talk about you know taking care of yourself taking care of each other and i i mean that because I don't know what's going on in town, but I've almost been in like six different car wrecks the last like three days because people are dumb. But you're listening to us. You're not dumb. But you got to keep an eye out. I don't know what's going on. I'm very tired. No, it's not the end of the episode. Yes, it is. I'm kidding. Um, but legit, we... <laughs> I'm breaking all that. At this point, I'm just trying to see how far I can go. Um, just watch wrestling. But... Just end it, Ace. <laughs> nope. Um, we do appreciate... Even though Dalton wants me to get get this out like he doesn't want me to say it apparently uh we do appreciate you listening to us uh spending any time that you do with us and hopefully next year i i i have things that i would like to try for the show for next year so we'll see what happens with that because it could be kind of fun um but of course we'll talk more about that with you all later on thank you again for supporting us and listening to us it means it really does mean the world to us Uh, have a great night have a great holiday we will see you in two weeks and in that time watch more wrestling